0: Almost? A little bit of like, I'll just,
1: you start the new uh, year with uh, a new new intro sound or, or something? No, no. no we're going to keep it consistent. we going keep it going. Yeah, because that's uh, exactly
0: what I think of. I actually met one time. Yeah. And they're like, we love your... Because we can't do it. And many more so, to come. Yeah, I know. I'm actually going to do better now. Now that we're in a new year. A new okay. year, I am one of those guys. And you know me well enough to know. I, I am all over the place. I am like chaos personified. However, yeah. I do really well when I have like a fresh slate. And I can, like, focus on doing something. You realize you could do that any day. I could. And I'm reading, so I'm (laughs) I'm reading a book right now called The Power of Change by Craig Grishel. Yeah. And he's like, a lot of people get so stuck when they're doing change because they try to change behaviors, not mindsets. Mm. And that is me. I 100% try to change a behavior and that lasts for, I don't know, day, week, month. And then I'm back to all of a sudden back to like, oh, man, still here. Craig Grishel, man, cranking them out. Love Craig. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Merry Christmas, happy new year. Um all happy that's new happened year. since. Um did you have a good Christmas? I did um got to spend a lot of time with family
1: and got to finally share the news that yeah. I'm
0: so glad you're saying this now because I <laughs> literally as we were sitting slip. here talking, I was like, I'm gonna slip. I'm gonna slip. I don't <laughs> need to slip. And like as you were talking, yeah. so I'm glad you're sharing.
1: Yeah, I am gonna be a dad. That's
0: right. Yeah, daddy J baby.
1: Yep, it's uh no, we can't we can't do a podcast now with uh you, me, Tanner and Garrett and just mostly dads. It's just going to be dads.
0: Yeah, which we just need to bring out mostly focused that would, that would just that be would the be best it. way. That, that would be would the be way. It, but I actually almost texted you all today to say hey, once a month, 2 yep. hours. That's it. To do two episodes. I mean, yeah. I can spare that any night. Yeah. Any we any day. Well, not during the day. No, you can't. Not any of the during the day, but no. <laughs> uh Anyway, congratulations yeah. on me and Dad. Don't want to bury the lead there. No, nope, you have a preference dead. on boy or girl. I had a preference for a boy. I
1: have no preference. And I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay open, but
0: I have a sneaking suspicion that it's gonna be a girl. Well, girl, Dad is the best. Every because now mean, I want it because of Violet. I always thought I wanted a boy first yeah. and then a girl. I
1: honestly, I mean, the the odds are it's probably gonna be a boy because there is not a single. I mean, I have a a cousin that has boys, but almost every person that I associate
0: with in life today has girls. So maybe this is just the girl sect. Maybe. Maybe it's China and Russia Mm. giving us feminine sperm. Wow. I want to stay away from your YouTube algorithm. Oh, I don't watch YouTube. Okay, Ever. Except for when we watch movie trailers beforehand. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I did get into a biblical debate today about. okay, uh, Yeah. So for. For transparency because we're, we're obviously doing, we're jumping the new year off right yeah, we're, on track. we're not going to do like a full breakdown of a bunch of news stories today doesn't,
1: doesn't mean we don't have a lot of stuff to talk we about we have a lot to
0: talk about today yeah. however we we have a ton of 2023 movies we watched that we're going to talk about Thursday yeah so today we just have a handful of little films here and there and then a couple a few movie trailers and then we're going to talk about the Golden Globes which could be long form it also could be very short form Could be. just depends but Thursday is going to be jam-packed with the what we've been watching for yeah. 2023 towards the end of the year but anyway I was going we were talking about this year's presidential election and I I, January is very slow in the car business and that has held true although I did sell four cars on Saturday so that was a big Saturday but nice as a whole it's been very slow so I brought a book to read so I'm reading this book called American Puritans it's um yeah you know what no I just
1: you know people got their opinions about Puritans
0: well this is very interesting it takes place about it doesn't talk about like the first chapters on William Bradford the second ones on uh Winthrop um and it's just like a breakdown of who they were, how they got there, what they did and what their legacy is. And just the early foundations of the church and the reformation and all that kind of stuff. Um, so people were asking what I was reading. I was talking about it cause I love history. And they were like, so it got talking about more about the Bible, then more about religion, then more about the end times. And like, you know, the antichrist is going to come out of America, you know, this next election. I was like, Whoa, who ta- oh, where did you get that he's going to come out of America? Like, well, here's I was like, no, the antichrist is not going to come out of America. And it's like, well, America's gonna play a big part. Like, actually, America, United States never referenced in the Bible. It's like, yeah, yeah, we are, we are. It's like, find it. Like, no, <laughs> like at very best, we're like mentioned as the young line in the West, at the very best. Yeah. But it basically said we're too busy amongst ourselves to do anything about anything to play any big part. So we're gonna be gonna be left out of everything. Yeah, which either means we're gonna be kneecapped and debilitated, or we're just gonna be too preoccupied to care. But that really blew some people's minds because they got to looking stuff up and they were like, oh, I was like, yep, see? Very,
1: very interesting. What what is that? The trailer for... Oh, that looked
0: like nudity. I mean, it's pretty close. Actually, it looked like Suspiria, actually, from over here. That's why for a minute, I was like, whoa. But uh, anyway, yeah. So um, what I've been doing since we last visited, um, I got Disney in three weeks for Dawson's wedding. Yeah. Can't wait for that. So So... we'll, we'll miss a Monday. Yeah. Is it
1: one Monday or two. I thought you were all gone for like almost 2 weeks. I think the way
0: it works out when we're leaving cuz you know I'll be gone next week and but I should be back for Monday. I will be gone. I'll just miss one Monday. Okay. Cuz we leave Friday the 2nd well, and I'll be back the Sunday the 11th. Hopefully by then we can decide uh where we're going, you know, as far as I'll be gone for 10 days, but Monday yeah. we're on first day back deal i'll be i have you lots just, of disney things to me, talk yeah, about you just
1: let me know if you're really gonna be be up up for it i'm always up for i'll okay. be back sunday okay i mean so. you that's it's it's more up to abby than you for what? Don't act like
0: you just got autonomy and you just do whatever you want. I'm not even going to pretend that that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about making a joke, but Abby's probably definitely going to listen to this podcast and make sure we're not standing up for Joe Coy or oh, whatever you say yeah. his name. Just wait. Uh, so no, I'm not even going to pre- make a joke. So I love you, <laughs> Abby. Um, anyway, where was I going? Oh, so I've been playing a bunch of games. Yeah. A ton of Xbox. I've watched a ton of movies too, but playing a ton of Xbox and playing the finals. Um, It's a three person uh, looter shooter. Basically, it's a ton of fun uh little quick matches and I've been playing Avatar, uh, Frontiers of Pandora, uh also fantastic. Uh and I just booted up um Assassin's Creed Mirage the other day, which I'm having a very good time with as well.
1: Let me know about that because I actually did you have you of played time. any it's been I played a little bit of Valhalla before
0: Valhalla lost me actually. It's yeah. the first Assassin's Creed game I, to kind of lose it, me. So. There's been two Assassin's Creed games that kind of lost me. Uh Unity Yep. and I Valhalla I never played. and Valhalla is objectively a great game Yeah, it's just I, too
1: much I stopped the game before Unity Brotherhood uh, yeah that, that was the last one I'd played oh
0: Brotherhood's awesome yeah exactly I love and
1: I didn't play Unity I
0: tried oh, to get Mirage, back into it Valhalla Mirage feels like an old yeah. Assassin's Creed so game have doesn't have it like the Odyssey and uh, yeah. uh, la, 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 la. Origins big big world vibe to it. it's a little more linear but it's really fun yep. anyway, I've been doing a lot of gaming watching a lot of movies um and then just spend a lot of time with family yeah. stuff over, awesome. over uh, the, the break. So, well, I got my Disney Lorcana cards too. Yeah, it's, uh, got some, I actually got a couple of rare cards already, which is pretty magic, magic, the gathering it's not, cards. knockoff, same people. It's the same concept principle, like game style. It's magic. This is going to be a bigger deal than magic. It's not going it to be. It is because it's they, Disney. There's
1: literally decades of, I, there's,
0: we're not, we don't have any news stories. Okay. But I'm just gonna lead with one. Okay. Steamboat Willie is in public domain. Yes, it is. And oh my gosh. All everything that's coming out so far has been Cartoon Network was the best one I've seen because it was actually Steamboat Willie, Mickey yeah. Mouse. And it was he it was Mickey Mouse humping. It said, Welcome to public domain, bitch. Oh so nice. And it was him humping the letters. And I was like, that's the first like full like copyright would normally be copyright strike yeah steamboat mickey like not one of the horror things that they've come out since like this was steamboat Willie, mickey mouse wow i was like cartoon network bold didn't see that coming no it's great adult swim anyway uh we got some trailers let's did i really ask you what you've been doing you just kind of made the announcement a dad um we were expecting at the end of
1: july and yeah it's <gasps> Wednesday
0: the due date july 28th you could have an august no, nah, August 13th is probably too far. You'd have to really carry over. Yeah. You could have an anniversary. My anniversary, baby. No. August 2nd. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who knows?
1: But yeah, that's that's basically been it. We're going to, you know, we've been, we, we chilled out. I watched a crap ton yeah, of movies. Yeah, you watched a ton of movies. So many movies. I probably was log in. There was a point where I was probably log in two movies a day, which is, you know, still worked. So, yeah, I stayed up late. Most nights. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, I'm trying to go see 30 seconds to Mars and AFI at Nashville. Did
1: Together. you watch New Year's? The New Year's uh, ball drop, whatever. No. Okay. You didn't see his performance? Jared Leto? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it's, it's not that important. It's just he's.
0: I've it, seen some of their live stuff. He's pretty good. The new stuff? No. Okay. I've just seen some of their live performances. Well, I've yes. seen him sing some of his new stuff. Yes. Not this new newest album, but the one before that with like Walk okay. on Water and stuff. Yeah. But I, they're playing, man. It's the, they're playing like a lot of their anniversary stuff. Yeah. So that's a show I'd like to go see. Huh. They played a, The Beautiful Lie all the way through. Oh man, i lose my mind. Anyway, so that's a show I'm trying to go to. And, uh, oh, movie related, then we'll jump into the trailers. The lead uh Michael C Hall famous from Dexter yeah. Dexter Morgan he's in a band I saw this I saw Princess I saw Ghost. like a screenshot yeah, yeah. I'm trying and they're coming to Nashville June January 26 What's the genre? I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a um, um I don't listen to this kind of music. I want to say maybe is mount joy um
1: it's not shoegazy but like a uh, kind of all. I mean, I'm it's not all play rock. It Quick,
0: fast forward so
1: Yeah, take it away from the mic so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, kind of shoegaze isn't the right word, but uh,
0: yeah, sounds just like Michael C. Hall too, because it is Michael C. Hall. Mm-hmm. But I, I, know, I didn't know we had it in man. I didn't either. It came up as a suggested show, and I was like. I was scrolling to my marathon yeah. music works and it said princess goes. And I stopped scrolling. I was like, is that Dexter Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, it's Michael C. Hall. I kind of want to go. Cause he does meet and greets there at the yeah. show. I like, I always want to go meet Michael C. Hall. Anyway, um, let's talk trailers. Let's do it. Love lies bleeding. You have it pulled up over there. I What's do, the synopsis? Yeah. Uh,
1: the synopsis is revenge gets ripped. Reclusive gym manager, uh, Lou falls hard for Jackie. Uh, An ambitious bodybuilder headed through town to Las Vegas in pursuit of her dream. But their love ignites violence, pulling them deep into the web of Lou's uh, criminal family. Okay,
0: this is making more sense now. Well, not the Hulk out moment.
1: No, um, but I was... You want to explain the trailer then?
0: So, well, the, the synopsis does a pretty good job. But like first, so Kristen Stewart is the daughter of this drug lord kingpin mafia guy basically ed harris right daughter daughter yes. yeah yeah that's yeah. her dad and she's gay kristen stewart both in real life and in the film yeah and falls in love with this bulked out like body bodybuilding girl what's her name real her but, actress name her real name katie o'brien katie o'brien and she is not part of this enterprise and she gets wrapped up with this girl and then i guess tries to get kristen stewart out of it kind of the vibe yeah. I get tries to make her feel better feel guilty about it so Kristen Stewart tries to leave and in the meantime when her try, she's trying to leave I'm picking up from the trailer I may be wrong no yeah Ed Harris her dad um, basically sounds like he threatens her and she threatens him back like well I'm just gonna expose you and then it seems like everybody's now hunting her down from the mafia or from this drug lord association and the L- Aldous Hodge the FBI agent assigned to the case oh no he's not that's marmalade right yeah, yeah very similar vibe for a minute <laughs> it is very similar I was like that was hard. that's right It's a different trailer uh, did it show who the no there's, there's no that was marmalade I'm merging the two yeah
1: you but, just know you just know the FBI is after him because they're right because she's dead. starting to threaten them to yeah. report them to
0: the FBI yeah they're arms dealers yeah but um, so you know it's just a I mean to say it's a st- stereotypical plot isn't quite fair because there's some interesting stuff no, happening I, I in trailer I think there's going to be some twists and turns it's an in a A24 film so yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if there will be some psychedelic trip type of situation. It just kind of has that vibe where you get about forty-five minutes to an hour into this, and you know, kind of things go off the rails. Um, they do,
0: and there is one literally like blinking you miss it scene where the girl who's a bodybuilder, yeah, like her muscles just start either as a calf or a bicep something just starts. It's almost like a split moment. Yeah, James
1: McAvoy, like yeah,
0: kind of just. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure if out. this girl, yeah, is like some sort of like yeah, I don't know. It like, could it could
1: be supernatural for all we know.
0: Yeah. Like a uh, Well, they made Ed Harris look so creepy in this film. Yeah. There's just something else there. That opening Who scene knows? you were looking down. Yeah. But you've seen the trailer before. Yeah. Like the very opening goes Krista Stewart, then it just blinks to that red light, and it gave me Dennis the Menace, Christopher Lloyd flashback yeah. vibes and it freaked me out, man. <laughs> uh but no, this little movie looks really good. Does it have a release date? I know it won't show it on no, Letterboxd, just 2024. No, I haven't seen anything. But no, Kristen Stewart looks really good. But I'm mostly excited about Ed Harris and also just generally what this film is. Yeah. Because it's A24, so I have faith in it, A, Faith in the Cast B, and then C. I just feel like there's another layer to this that we aren't seeing mm-hmm. that gets me really excited about it. Um, what I was really excited about, but now less excited about after I finished the trailer is the American Society of Magical Negroes. Um so this is a new film starring Justice Smith. Um and the synopsis on Letterboxd is comfort is an illusion. Our Aaron is an idealistic young black man who's recruited recruited by veteran agent Roger into the American Society of Magical Negroes. Aaron finds that working for the society, an ancient secret, and a magical organization dedicated to making white people's lives easier is the most challenging and unexpected journey of his life. Uh, first of all, I hate that they spell his name Aaron, A-R-E-N. That makes oh, me, upset. yeah, that makes me really not feel good. It's like a yucky feeling, don't like that. So, they, they got to
1: they've got to joke about that in the movie. There's so no reason. Aaron.
0: If you're out there and your name is spelled A R E N, just know that I want you to turn this podcast off and never listen to it again.
1: Based on the premise of this movie, I would bet there's gonna be an A A Ron joke. I hope so, just just to like,
0: but see, I thought that like the first half of this film felt like I told you, like the like Black Kingsman. And I was like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome!" I, like, like with a twist, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it slowly turned into rom com. I,
1: I got they clone Ty- Tyrone vibes. Really, I not didn't get not there. in not in the serious level that Tyrone like the clone Tyrone has, but just the over the top campiness of it. Because they clone Tyrone, See, I didn't
0: think it was overly that. At least I
1: don't. I didn't think it was trying to be campy. I think there's going to be a little bit just because of the premise, um, but. I, I i like the concept of this movie i like the plot but i, did. I think it like i
0: think and john mulaney, they missed an op- opportunity not casting john mulaney as the guy yeah the I think white they just, guy they got somebody younger just because it looked it's like john mulaney yeah, that's when i laughed I like, oh wait that's not john yeah. mulaney that would have been perfect or nathan felder <laughs> yeah i uh I will watch this. It seems a little too rom com for me, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, um, it, it, I think they had an opportunity to do something really neat here, and I think yes. they yeah. played it safe. Isn't the right word either, but... Sorry, I pulled a giant piece of sleep out of Luna's oh, eye. Yeah. But uh, I just don't... I don't know. I went from really vibing with this trailer to really being bummed at this trailer in the same yeah. manner of two minutes.
1: Yeah. Like, give me some... Like, uh, shoot, Fantastic Beasts, like, you know trying to do magic in front of a bunch of muggles type of thing um yeah or I, I don't know just for it to be the premise that ends up being of you know don't fall in love with this white girl yeah you're gonna have your, upset mind to your white friend yeah um yeah i don't know we'll see um we'll be on the lookout for that one the next one though caught us by surprise is uh, it Marmalade?
0: yeah yeah uh, this is that. a new joe curie aldous hodge and can't remember what the girl's name is. She's new to me. Uh it is uh Camilla Marone. Maroni Moroni. Yeah, now seeing the name. That M-O-O-R-O-N. name sounds R-O-N. familiar to me, but her face and like body of work does I... not. So she is in Daisy Jonas in the six. Which I haven't watched that.
1: Yeah, that's been on my list for a minute. Um that's the only one I, that yeah,
0: so I'm I not familiar. Have, that I would have watched. So but you have the synopsis over there? Oh shoot, yeah. Let me get
1: back to it. Uh, Yeah. Their love was the ultimate getaway. Uh, Baron, an imprisoned man, strikes up a friendship with cellmate Otis. um, As the pair hatch an escape plan together, Baron recalls the story of how he met Marmalade, the love of his life, and their Bonnie and Clyde scheme to rob a bank in order to uh, care for his sick mother and give the couple the life they've always dreamed of.
0: Hmm interesting synopsis first the trailer
1: yeah so because you don't see him imprisoned at all
0: no unless it's like a mental imprisonment
1: no I think he got caught because it talks about the Bonnie and Clyde element that you had said was you thought was going to be the case for this movie Um,
0: so in the trailer at least this film this trailer slowly seems like it's going to be a pretty predictable Bonnie and Clyde dorky dude meets this very charismatic optimistic thieving girl uh, who, while he's taking care of his dying mother uh, kind of falls for her and likes the adventure and the rush until she starts actually robbing and hurting people and then he's now stuck with her kind of but also yeah. still infatuated with her she's being followed by the FBI which is out as hard is where I thought was getting those two movies mixed uh, together and now he's kind of having to choose to, he's straddling a line Yeah, and then he starts to realize maybe this girl's really bad news like she's maybe dosing his mom you know using him you know all this kind of stuff and it just becomes more like psychological thriller horror almost vibe for a minute uh and joe Curie has a track record of kind of doing these weird like spree yeah and, he loves uh, off off the wall stuff so the moment i saw him i was watching this trailer like man this doesn't really fit and i was like ah oh, there it is now 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 it makes sense mm-hmm. uh the whole time i was sitting there so like man mia goth really missed an opportunity here <laughs> uh because i was thinking she would be great or uh, Makia Monroe. Um, from it follows and the watcher. I think she'd have been good here. Too. Yeah, but this girl's probably good too. She looks great in the trailer. Um, but yeah, I I, I like the tonal shift in this. The tonal whiplash uh, here a little bit more than I did the Magical Society of uh, the American Society of Magical Negroes. Yeah, I thought this felt like eh. This looks good. To oh, I'm in on this. Uh, so it's like a you know psychological Bonnie and Clyde, which mm-hmm. I'm here for that.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one as well.
0: Um, and then the last trailer we watched. <sighs> I got it pulled up. Okay. <sighs> the Peasants. I'm, I'm sighing because when me and JP are watching this trailer, like, you know, this might be okay depending on the runtime. You know, Sony Classic Picture. Or no, Sony that Pictures. was not. Oh, yeah, that this was this was. one. That was this yeah. one. Guess how long it is. How long is it? 115 minutes. Oh, wow. Too long for what I think this is going to be. So yeah. um, the, the Peasants is a 2023 film, actually, but it'll release here in in America in 2024 it's a foreign language film love comes and goes but land stays (laughs) peasant girl Jagna is forced to marry the much older wealthy farmer Bornya despite her love for his son Antek with time Jagna becomes the object of envy and disdain with the villagers and she must fight to preserve her independence (sighs) I mean I had a hard time following that in the trailer little bit I think but yeah uh so uh, this the reason this is getting such big hits across the board and it came on my radar too is because of the animation style um it is a like a loving vincent is the fort last film they did which is obviously the i think that's the picasso film uh that came out yeah uh, i don't know 7 8 years ago uh 2017 oh i was pretty close yeah and uh, i think it won an oscar for best animated P- picture that year um uh, or it came in second, but I think it won. Anyway, um, same kind of watercolor animation, mm-hmm. hand-drawn, like a port, like a portrait painting you would have seen, like the Mona Lisa, the what what was that? Oil paintings? Uh yeah. I mean watercolor true. is not the right word, but things no, like water, that that oil painting, whatever. It's like something you would see in the Louvre, that type of painting, but brought to life. I say I saw Loving Vincent, um, and I got very which is my type of film and I thought it was gonna be my type of animation style, but I got very <sighs> bored. Isn't the right word. Maybe overstimulated by it. Yeah. Like it's just too much for too long. And I f- felt the same way watching this trailer. Except for me, at least with loving Vincent, you had all the Picasso artwork that you were living in. Mm-hmm. So it had a little bit extra of a pull to it where this doesn't, uh, I think that's too. It's yeah. I'm, I'm watching the trailer for loving this, loving Vincent now. And I mean,
1: I would much rather watch this.
0: Yeah, it's I than I, the other, um, and it still grinds on you after a while. I could see that, um,
1: but I think, like you said, that overstimulation for um, the peasant. Um, it, it, when I first watched it, and you made the comment, I was like, "Oh, this it, just this feels like you're you're watching real actors, whatever." Like, like that is that's going to be the mm. case for a lot of animation movies. I get it, um, but this honestly felt like you just throw an AI filter Mm -hmm. over this. Well, it's like you said, it felt like
0: something was buffering the whole time. Yes, yeah. Especially with the background, not less the person that it's focusing on. Yeah, Everything in the background just felt like it wasn't rendered in. Yeah. And that that bugged me too. Loving Vincent, like I said, Loving Vincent is that same way, but it's all in a Picasso kind of art form. So it feels like it's a work in progress painting where this just doesn't have that working in its favor. And it's almost like the frame rate for Loving
1: Vincent is a little bit slower to where you don't have that Overstimulation of of the peasant and right. I could be totally wrong. I'm gonna watch it. Just yeah, cause.
0: it's got a 3.9 on Letterboxd, yeah. uh, and the guy from Next Best Picture gave it four. And uh-huh. Then again, one of my other people I like and watch their stuff gave it one and a half. Oh, so wow, that's um, drastic. Apparently, but he he didn't like it because it's a misogynistic mess. Apparently, but okay. Um, everybody else is three and a half to five stars on it. Uh, not a lot of people have seen it yet because it's not out this must have been at a like a festival or something for them to all have seen it yeah <laughs> those are our trailers out of those I think <sighs> I think marmalade may be my most anticipated out of the ones we the batch today yeah. uh Lo- love Lies bleeding is right there with it they're very similar kind of genre films I feel yeah. like uh i'll I'll watch all four of these they're all four watches for me yeah I think the peasants like I said I, I must be in the right mood for that Mm -hmm. one but as a whole i'll I'll give it a go awesome
1: well why don't we get into what we've been watching let's fly fly through this so
0: i'm gonna let's just go ahead and start with the big big news well what's the big news i watched my first animes why don't we hit christmas stuff first i forgot about the christmas stuff yeah hit your your christmas Uh, and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna breeze through them uh and there were more I watched these are just the three that I remember the most from them because yeah. I watched Spirited which still holds up me and Abby both love that movie with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell it's got a great soundtrack it's a really 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 good film have you watched it did you watch it last year which one Spirited the Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell yeah it's a great movie really like it uh, so I watched Gremlins for the first time uh, what a fun movie I didn't know I'd never seen it everybody's always said it's you know a great Christmas film uh, I was very unsure. Uh, this is directed by Joe Dante, who famous for Gremlins, Gremlins 2, The Burbs, which I also watched this year discussed on the podcast a while back, uh, Small Soldiers, which another great film. Um, uh, so he kind of likes to live in these kind of worlds. Um, it stars Zach galligan Phoebe Cates, Axton, a bunch of people I don't know, so I'm not gonna spend any time really going through them. Uh, and this was a 1984 film. Holds up very well. Uh I for not seeing it, you can see a lot of modern day Especially creature feature, but a lot just the science fiction and comedy kind of films take cues from this film. Really liked it. Uh, I would love to see a Gremlins modern take on Gremlins. Now uh, I know they're make they've Gremlins Three has been in production hell for a very yeah. long time. Uh, apparently Gremlins Two is really good too. So if you have you seen Gremlins? No, I you should you should watch it. Yeah, not not, not just for Christmas. It, it is a Christmas adjacent it, movie. Yeah, happens on Christmas. It happens on Christmas. Yes. Uh, and Abby said that Harry Potter. Can't be a can't be a Christmas movie. I, the Family Man isn't a Christmas movie.
1: I never said that it was like a direct Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas feels movie. Not it gets any, me in the Christmas family, feels. Family
0: Man is way more Christmas than Harry Potter. I
1: I concede that. I conceded that point. It okay. is not a Christmas
0: movie though. It is a Christmas movie. Anyway, Gremlins is also Christmas adjacent, but you should watch it. It is very good. Yeah. That's all. I don't I don't have much time to spend on it. Is good. I enjoyed it. It's a fun little creature feature. It's also the, the humor still stands up well. However, like I say this about a lot of old movies, there are some really poor editing choices in this movie, uh, yeah. that just don't hold up very well, but that's what kept my rating there for, for, um, it was good. Uh, I'm going to jump into office Christmas party. I watched this, um, second time I saw it in theaters. I hadn't seen it in years since then. This came out in 2016. This is, uh, Starring Jason Bateman and Olivia Munn, TJ Miller, Jennifer Aniston, Kate McKinnon, uh, Courtney B. Vance. There's a, a lot of fun people in here. This movie, it, it's about TJ Miller is a pres- is the president of this company. Jennifer Aniston is his sister. She is like the main trustee board member and she goes to shut him down because his brother, her brother, TJ Miller, is just like a degenerate party animal. Jason Bateman is the guy who kind of keeps things running there uh, and they have to try to now fight to keep their company op- their branch open so they're trying to woo another investor over there and they're getting real drunk at this Christmas party and then chaos just totally ensues uh, so the whole thing takes place at this Christmas party they weren't supposed to have to woo this other guy over and you know yay everything happens well they get to keep their company cool that's the general synopsis yeah. however there are a lot of really fun moments in this film and I laughed out loud 8, 9, 10 times like, actually not just like a chuckle like laughed out loud Uh, so that's a good sign of any film. So you get three, it's a solid three starts, two and a half on letterbox. I gave it three. Um, I just think some people just don't like to have fun and think some jokes are probably too offensive, but Jason Bateman's just my man. I don't think I have any Jason Bateman movies lower than a three. I just find Jason Bateman incredibly funny. Although he plays objectively the same character in every movie or TV show he's in. Yeah. So, but that's okay. And except for the gift. Except for the gift, the 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 stalker movie he was in with Joe Edgerton. he didn't like that. No, I did. Okay, uh, he, he plays a different role in gotcha, that gotcha, film gotcha. than he does in these. But uh yes, yeah, so Office Christmas Party, good, very good Christmas movie. Um, watch that. Very Harold and Krumar Christmas. I uh, love the first two Harold and Kumar movies. I had this rated at three and a half stars because I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters in two thousand eleven. I just rated it off yeah. memory. Lowered it from three and a half to two and a half. Good for you. I uh, still found some cheap laughs in this film. Oh, as you uh, would. If you don't like Harold and Kumar, you're not going to like this this one at all. Yeah. If you like Harold and Kumar, you will like this to a very small degree. I ended up pulling out my phone and passively watching this and then laughing at the spots that were funny. This was uh, a 3D movie. I saw it in 3D. So a lot of the film's funniest moments are 3D, but they don't have the same effect when the dildos aren't literally popping out of the screen. So that would do it. Yeah. So uh a very Harold and Kumar Christmas um takes place six years after Guantanamo Bay and it should have just stayed at Guantanamo Bay because <laughs> or they just need to reboot Harold and Kumar because I would love a reboot. I think Harold and Kumar is great and I think you could do a reboot at Harold Kumar. But did not enjoy uh, a very merry Harold and Kumar Christmas. Okay. Now why don't you get into your anime I finally broke the seal and jumped into <laughs> anime. Uh, I knew, I told you I was going to be doing it in 2024. Yeah. And I did. Um, and I started with, I did a lot of research on which one to start with. Yep. And I didn't want to jump around to like Demon Slayer and all this other stuff no. too. So I was like, I'm going to yeah, stick with Miyazaki. It's safe. I'm a big Disney guy. I feel like this is something to feel familiar. Um, and, you're never going to convince me I watched too I watched Spirited Away is my first one I watched and I also watched okay. Princess Mononoke you're never going to convince me that Princess Mononoke doesn't take place in the exact same universe as Land Before Time because <laughs> don't ask me why I made that connection but the whole time I was watching I was like this is the same world as the Land Before Time okay the animation I think it's the animation like yes, the land before time. They weren't animated. I, that is not what they looked like in the first movie. No, that, I, I have a poster up. I point pointed Jibby. I have a poster yeah, land before yeah. time up here.
1: I think the the animation
0: style, like how you're like. I think it's more the the, the aesthetic, the aesthetic and the uh, terrain the and effect. the water effects. Like yeah. it reminded me a lot okay. of Spielberg's uh, land before time. Okay,
1: I could I could I could get down with that. Um, well, first of all. So you watched I watched Spirited Away first, spirited yes. Spirit Away first. Um you watched it dubbed. English dub, yes. No. Yes, English dub. Yep. Um which
0: does it show?
1: I, I will I will give credit. Um Studio Ghibli does a really good job to get really good American actors. American actors. Which this one was not near as
0: good as Princess Mononoke*. Okay.
1: It, yeah, but it's still it's still not the same. Um
0: kid See, actors like we, I, I started to yeah I watched started watching it in Japanese yeah. and I was like it's too much attention and I get that yeah I was tired yeah and I was watching actually downstairs in bed with Abby and Abby's yeah. like oh, I'll watch it passively so like now nah, we're gonna watch it in English yeah and I didn't and I, so I was afraid that I wasn't gonna vibe with it and I was like oh no this is passable I'm good mm-hmm. and most of it actually was more than passable it was good it was yeah. good uh for I'm talking about like the voice dubs it's fine mm-hmm. I didn't mind um so I had no issue with the dubbing on this one that's good. To hear. Um that didn't take anything away from me. Cause but, I, it, and if it did, I don't know what I'm missing. So I don't, yeah. it, it wasn't a negative. In I any think way.
1: in my experience, cause I can, I can hit on one of the movies that I had watched. I watched, also watched a, a Ghibli movie, Castle in the Sky. Um, Caitlin wanted to watch one and she had, had said, you know, we started watching, I pulled it up in English dub and we were watching it with Sam, our friend, Sam. Mm. And, um, he got we got a few minutes in and he would uh, he had made the comments like, can we just watch this and subtitled um, And Caitlin was like, yeah, I really don't care. It's like, I'll read whatever we flipped it on, um, which Castle in the Sky basically follows this girl who is being sought out by these sky pirates and and also the military. And because she you find out that she is um, this this uh, this. This last um last family member or whatever of this um royal quote unquote royal family who lives in this castle in the sky basically mm-hmm. I forget the actual name but and it's basically this whole journey to to get up there and and uh all that stuff but the moment we switched to english um subtitles oh, okay, when we went yeah. to subtitles um I think they had who whoever um it might have been james Vanderbeek. Whoever they had playing the the young boy in this movie
0: it is, Jake was way, Cats is in the sky. way
1: too old, and yeah. you switch to the the Japanese version, and it's just the tone matches, the dynamics match, like the inflection in the voice. It just it matches the mood so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and something like
0: use, is, is Cats on the Sky one of my one of my very few yeah, not irritation critique whatever uh-huh. they reuse a lot of the same characters like so from watching or maybe the archetypes
1: watched, or like yeah st- so
0: like the in, in uh, spirited away i can't remember her name now the yeah. girl who mainly who took in the girl mm-hmm. uh chirio Chir- yeah. Chir- chirio whatever her name is uh you know who i'm talking about yeah. the maid lady who yes. takes her in she's also like the exact same animation style as like three of the women in princess mononoke like the exact same face everything it's like the exact same i i think that's just like
1: a anthology no i mean it's just the it's a style like that's okay. how that's how he interprets these people um it's and same
0: thing with like uh what's his name uh the the guy i don't think Yuko, they can you no yeah i don't know if you could i don't know
1: if that's a justifiable critique though
0: because well, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, i don't know i haven't decided okay well i'll just say disney does it they used to do it they used to well because blue and big yes. john i know yeah. exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah i know they which used to which is
1: Which is a huge compliment because Miyazaki was a huge Walt Disney fan.
0: Oh, no. And I'm not saying I'm not... And like John Lasseter, specifically yeah. The Spirited Away, had a huge hand yeah. in this film. Um, Which John Lasseter is a Toy Story fan. Huge, hugely famous for Toy Story. Sure. And a lot of other Disney films with Toy Story being the biggest one. And Pixar, Lum, like, you know, had a huge hand in this. Um, and going back to watch this, it's just like, I was going... Because this was a 2001 film. Like, why did they reuse something from 19 whenever. I, I
1: think it's just his style. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And some of it is like beloved characters. Yeah. Some yeah. of it is just like beloved characters and how he interprets, you know, the people. Um, and yeah. yeah, I think it's just, it, it's just a, one of those things that you come to expect in a Ghibli mm-hmm. movie. Um, so what did Abby think of spirited
0: away then? she, tuned it out pretty quick. Yeah. She we're like 15 20 minutes in. She goes, I hate the sounds of this movie. Spirit Away is like the ultimate like aesthetic check. Like it checks all the boxes. It's very sensory. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so I'm gonna give you a just terrible briefly synopsis of this film. yeah So it takes follows the girl's name, Chichiro, however you say her name. And her and her family have just moved to it's it's someplace in Tokyo, outside of Tokyo.
1: Are they an American all... family or are they a Chinese, no, or Japanese Chinese. family? Japanese,
0: sorry. What? Yeah. So that's where the English dub made it a little confusing for me a little yeah. bit too. I was like, so this American family yeah. is now moved to Japan, which added a different interesting layer to the film a little sure. bit for me until I read the synopsis later. I was like, oh, so this is not an American family, but it added an interesting layer nonetheless. In they find this like a band. They take a wrong turn. They go up this road. They find like this abandoned what they thought is an amusement park. They go there, um, and they see this big pile of food. The mom and dad just sit there and start feasting on it. And uh, Chichiro uh, is greeted by this strange voice. you need to get out of here before nightfall. They'll yeah. let him see you after nightfall. Well, she goes back. Her parents have turned into pigs. Nightfall is here. All these shadow characters are here, and uh Yuko ends up having to kind of save her, bring her into the spirit realm. And basically what this place is is a uh gathering grounds for these different spirits to come to this well not just one place, but the main place focuses on this one like bathhouse for spirits basically. Yeah. And um in order to save her parents, she has to earn the favor of the main witch and kind of do her bidding. And the witch tries to keep her trapped there uh forever by uh doing these different manipulations. So she's gotta work her way through that and uh, try to rescue her parents and free them from this uh, gluttony curse, basically. So, um, that's a very brief synopsis of the film, but yeah. that's it in a nutshell. Um, I mean, you miss, miss the
1: point, though. And I think, yeah, you think you miss the point, though, of the river god, their spirit. And the tie-in to Zaneba. Yeah, but of of her incident at the river
0: with the oh the oh you're talking about the Spirited Away guy, like the yeah. guy with the mask, yeah, yeah, the demon, whatever.
1: No, what's his name? I don't I remember the names.
0: Holt. Yeah, me too. Because that the name these names are um, obviously not they're they're Japanese. Uh, God of the river. Yeah. The guy with the mask on and that's always in the trailer tent with her on the bus. No, but um Haku.
1: The boy. The boy, yeah, the dragon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what about him? He ends up being this guardian spirit. Yes. That when she had her accent at the river. Yes. Okay. I feel like that's one of those things that's like, an important part. It, it, it it's the part, I feel oh. like. It's the part cuz you look at like the bathhouse it's like this half well it's like this halfway house for the spirit yeah, world like the purgatory yeah. yeah and like you basically find out that Jiro like was this girl that almost died mm-hmm. and like has this super sensitive
0: like she basically crossed over yeah, and is still not yeah. is kind of tethered to the spirit world yeah that's how I kind of looked at it
1: and whether whether all this happened or not it's yeah, is one thing yeah but it's obviously a child processing trauma and death. Correct. And it's uh, a very interesting interpretation.
0: Yeah. So not knowing anything about this movie. Yeah. And only seeing the, I've never even seen a trailer for Only okay. seeing the cover art of her sitting on like that bus, bus which turned yeah. out to be a train. Um, No, it actually was a bus, wasn't it? No, it was a train. Yeah. It was a train. Train bus in the water. Don't matter. Anyway, seeing that little person with the black cloak. Yeah. With the mask on. I thought that was gonna be like my neighbor Totoro kind of friendly best friend no. kind of person did not expect <laughs> to, to be this <laughs> barfing giant eat people eating. Yeah. Grotesque pollution monster. Pretty great. Yeah. That was, that was a real, that was a real turn of events. um Yeah. I liked it. Four stars. Okay. Maybe courteous. I may be a three and a half on spirited away. I, when you get used to it. Well, I had no hesitation on Mononoke. I was talking okay. four so, and a half, five. Yeah. Mononoke
1: so, though. You watch that English, or
0: I watched it English, and I okay. like the voice cast much better in this one. Too. I I would love
1: for you to watch one subbed. I will eventually. Yeah,
0: I want to experience them all in English first. Okay. I decided, and then okay, the ones I like the most, I will revisit. That's that's fair enough. Um, so before I close on Spirited Away, I appreciate the story. Yeah, really like the story. A lot of layers, a lot of nuance. Mm-hmm. It's very the animation is obviously all gorgeous. Um. One thing I realized I'm not going to overly love anime and everything though, is because I feel like I want to, I feel like I should be interacting with it. It feels like a video game to me. I play a lot of games in this art style. Sure. And I've never watched anything in this art style. So I thought I would get over it in princess Mononoke after watching another one. And I did a little bit more, but something about spirited of the way just didn't mesh with me as a whole from an aesthetic standpoint. Even though I can appreciate the art and the beauty, storytelling, like I said, magnificent. Love the story; story was great. But something about Spirited Away just didn't click with me the way I wanted it to, and I was expecting it to. Um, But four stars, I'm comfortable with. I could lower it to three and a half. Definitely not lower than that. Yeah. Uh, But and it it wasn't the dub. I don't think. I don't think the dub would change anything for me. And that I don't think it would for this one wouldn't do anything for me. But um, yeah, I liked it. A lot. Mm-hmm. Love the story. Love the animation. But something about it just didn't click with me fully. I understand that. <sighs> but I was switching. Yeah. Princess Mona. Okay. That's a banger. That did. It's a, what abs- a great movie. Absolute epic. Great film. Uh, and the voice cast, I mean, I didn't look it up beforehand because I just thought they were going to be random, you know, random people. Yeah. Trying to go find it. Hail Miyazaki. Let's see
1: what were you looking for exactly
0: the American voice cast I had it pulled up the other day Castle on the Sky I heard Kiki's delivery service that was actually going to be the one I watched next I heard it's really good last well, princess there it is here we go so the voice cast I was watching it and I was like oh my gosh that sounds just like Billy Bob Thornton so yeah. I googled it it's like, oh it is Billy Bob Thornton what a yeah. weird flex uh, Billy Kudrup, Claire Danes, Minnie Driver, Billy Bob Thornton, Jada Pinkett Smith, John DiMaggio, Gillian Anderson, Keith David. I mean, that's a pretty stacked cast, right there. Yeah. Um. So, a, I thought the voice cast of this was better in general, uh, because I went and looked back, and not that I that matter that I don't know who they were, but I thought this yeah. one just felt better. Um. But no, as a whole, too, like this story gripped me from the beginning and didn't let go of me. At all till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the it, Spirited Away was definitely probably more nuanced and kept its hands closer, cards closer to its chest throughout the film. This one was more wide open. I didn't have to do a lot of guesswork and trying to figure out what the film was, where it was going, yeah. and what the point of it was, which is okay. I'm not that's not a critique of Spirited Away. I because I've seen films like that that are five star films. Sure. But Princess Mononoke*, <laughs> okay. I I I just liked how straightforward it was. The animation style to me was Yeah. Not as sophisticated, quite as Spirited Away. Time time times past, but Mm -hmm. uh, hit more. It felt more real, more grounded to me, um, which is also part of the story. Uh, I love the act. There's a lot more action sequences in this, so I like that. Have you ever seen Primal on uh, Adult Swim? Yeah, uh, I've seen clips. I see clips. This is like I've seen. I I like Primal. I've seen all of Primal. This gave me a lot of Primal vibes. Or actually, reverse that. Yeah, this probably. Or primal probably took a lot from Princess Mononoke, okay. mm-hmm. um, so I really enjoyed the action sequences. This one was actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I thought there were a lot of good jokes in this one too. Yeah. I enjoyed laughing at with the monk, Billy Bob Thornton's character. He was actually pretty funny. Yes, uh, in the film, uh, the, the, the so like the one one thing I same thing with Spirited Away. Miyazaki's mind is just a work of art. Yeah, uh, the character designs for these films. Are amazing, uh, and Princess Mononoke just the little subtle things he does, like with the eight people, the you know the the set designs, like everything about this movie just hit with me in a way that Spirited Away didn't. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was great. Um, well, what, am, what what am I missing that you need to add? I
1: not a whole lot. Um, me, uh, Mononoke, I think is one that has a lot more um to say morally than probably spirited away. And so that, that it is kind of like where
0: you mean like in terms of a preserved nature kind pre, of thing? yeah,
1: preserve nature and and really just, you know, I yeah, it's just there's there's a whole lot there. Um I I personally love it. it's probably my third or fourth favorite. Um what what's your favorite? Right now, honestly, it would probably be How's moving castle mm-hmm. or boy in the heron
0: i'm excited to see that uh, one boy yeah. the heron that is, that one a global you gotta, we'll you gotta to watch
1: you gotta watch more of these to, to really I think really get a full appreciation because I think
0: well I'm for sure gonna now when that drops I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah Now, I'm gonna watch two more this week sure I'm gonna watch How's moving castle and probably castle in the sky yep uh is Suzami is Suzanne Suzami no came out last year and or now two years ago now 2022, yeah, and it got great reviews. Yeah, I don't think it is. And another reason I think that these movies are hitting with me, but not quite having the same impact, because I've been playing Kingdom Hearts forever, and these movies feel like a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, even though Kingdom Hearts isn't even in that style. No, it it just feels like it's an it's escapism because a lot
1: a lot of these cases you see kids and these characters escaping to a different world, and I think there's a lot of lot to be said about you know unplugging from the world but still how our natural world yeah influences you know the things that we escape into and um yeah it's just it's really amazing
0: great film yeah I like I'm two for two I do enjoy them both had a great time with the princess okay well that's it for me for what I watched you jump Uh, into yours
1: well um already said I watched Castle in the Sky it was that was great it was actually the first time I watched all the way through on that one Mm -hmm. um so that was good I think I ended up giving that three and a half stars um I watched a couple classics. I want to say all all of them are classics, but um, one is very much uh, been around for a minute and hasn't always been the most easily attained, but it
0: dropped on Netflix. Old Boy. Oh, yeah. Um, Great film. I've only seen it one time, so I need to rewatch it. I actually went into this with very little knowledge. I don't know how. I saw the remake first. Mistake. Yeah. Well, actually, is that Josh Brolin? Yeah. It actually gives you a whole new appreciation. Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. Really? Yeah, she's in it. Oh, she's the daughter. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Anyways, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk a whole lot about it, just because there's just a there's a whole lot there. There is. Um, maybe off pod. If you remind me, I might tell you um my experience with this because it was it was a lot. Um, it's not for this podcast, but I. I again. I went into this not knowing a whole lot about it, just knowing that there's a disturbing twist. Mm-hmm. And boy, when that hits, it hits hard. And and when you think it's done, it just keeps hitting. It doubles down. Yeah, it absolutely doubles down. And I, I was kind of in awe. Um, I wouldn't say it's a favorite because I feel like there would be something morally wrong with me to say yep. it's a favorite. <laughs> but Park Channel Oak is like, uh, I mean, I don't know if he if he has full writing credit for this. But the execution of this, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he has writing credit, Um who does Park chan Walk.
0: Oh, Park Chan-wook. he said Miyazaki? No, I was um, like, wait a second, I don't think so. Yeah,
1: he uh has writing credit. So yeah, that's a uh, twisted, messed up, and um, a great time. Honestly, it uh, is.
0: It, it's one of those movies you're watching. Like I shouldn't be enjoying this. You watched like it I am. recently? No, i I watched it in high school. Oh, you should do a rewatch. Yeah. Um on Netflix. Uh that was a
1: five star for me. And uh lastly, as far as like an old movie, because I watched a crap ton of 2023 movies, we'll talk yeah. about on Thursday. Um I watched Phantom Thread on a whim. Have you never seen it? Never seen Great it. Great movie, bro. I I love Paul Thomas Anderson. <sighs> for some reason, never watched Phantom Thread. Um, honestly, because I didn't I I, I didn't know that much about Old man going or uh, old boy going into that? I knew nothing about this, and for some reason, I expected it to be demented somehow. Wait, I, why
0: did you think these these were going to be related? No, I, I didn't say there were any. Like, I'm just saying. Oh, I, well, I thought I, you meant because of old boy. You, I like. I no. got to watch Phantom Thread. I was like,
1: no, it was. I probably watched old boy. I didn't watch these that close together, um but I didn't have a
0: whole lot of uh knowledge going into old boy. I had hardly none going in for Phantom Thread. Yeah. And I didn't know yet and seen this movie. I was just championing them for this to win the Oscar so bad that year.
1: It's one of the funniest movies I've watched it's a great. long time. Yeah, um, I you know you you could say there will be blood is like his. I like family better. Ma- I do too. I, honestly, I thought about I, I, to, I thought just, about rewatching there will be blood just to test that theory, but I think for the runtime, the cast, the the premise.
0: The execution, Phantom Thread, is perfect. Yep, I I need to rewatch it because I was to see what I rated it. I had it at four stars. Um, I need to rewatch it because I feel like now that time's passed, I'd appreciate it more at twenty twenty four than I did in twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah, it's honestly, it's designer porn. I was trying to tell Caitlin because I think there's parts of it I think she would like. It's it part of the reason why it kind of spurned my interest to watches because Caitlin dove into like uh Project Runway. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. Oh, oh familiar. yeah. Um so Caitlin was like during the day or when she got off work, she was watching Project Runway. And uh I was like, you know, I watch Phantom Thread. Just my mind state was there. And I told Caitlyn after I watched it, I was like, I think you might actually enjoy it because there's so much, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's a whole other level of Madness. Um, and the entire time you just sit back wondering if there's gonna be some twist, and there there does end up being a pretty substantial, twist, yeah. yeah. But it never goes the full distance on it, what you would think, and I think that kind of saves it. So yeah. loved it. A five star movie. I
0: oh, yeah, I never saw what your rating was for it. Yeah, definitely. um, yeah, five star.
1: And uh I think other than that, I watched uh I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, it's not on my list, but I watched. Uh, since you we were talking about anime, I watched a whole s- two seasons of an anime. Had some late nights because I just what is didn't it? have a whole What'd lot. You watch it was Vinland Saga. It's basically a Nordic um, anime about this Viking warrior that um, you know his dad's killed, and then sounds he very up. violent, bro. It, there's some pretty violent stuff, in the animation style is really great. Um, it's on Netflix uh super honestly it's a i mean kind of relaxing depending you know i don't know you just kind of get zoned out <laughs> by it um but vinyl saga was pretty great uh been staying up today honestly i was surprised this kind of like caught my um attention though but been watching monarch legacy and monsters i'm just saying this because you need to watch it I think you enjoy it
0: yeah uh, that's on my list i just now realized have you not seen beef yet had not seen Beef. Until this uh, till Golden Globes? that what made you start watching it? Well,
1: yeah. Caitlin tuned in with the Golden Globes towards the end with me whenever they're doing all that stuff and saw that Beef was getting all these awards and she's like, well, I guess I got to watch it. Beef is
0: great. I um, watched it before it was like trendy. We're three episodes in. Great. Just, and the, and the just, it gets worse or it gets way better. Like those first two episodes are like the worst. Well, we just got through the,
1: the church scene, Yep. which I mean, I mean, you've heard us play. Yeah. I, I only wish we could sound that good. I was like having a moment there i was like i feel yeah. god in this chilies yeah beef beef is <laughs> awesome bro
0: I, I i forgot that was this year well now last year I forgot, yeah, when they were it doing the awards early, i was like early year whoa
1: yeah caitlin i asked caitlin before i left because i was i was watching it today we started it today we watched three or four episodes and uh i asked her i was like are you sure you like this like i don't know it's like i know it's i know it's good I don't know if I'll like it. I probably won't know till the ending.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a great ending. Okay. Well, I'm holding out hope. I don't that can be that could be up in the air for someone like Caitlin. But yeah, we can do know. a full
0: spoiler cast. Well, not I don't want to keep yeah, down after. the show, but yeah. Um Beef is
1: great. And I finally I finished, it's not on my list too, but I finished uh season three of Slow Horses, which I will continue to champion. Um I've started the books, like the actual books and these are based off, and I'll be honest. Uh, Will Smith, the the creator of the series, the the TV series, yeah, amazing execution, and I think the casting is spot on. Gary um, Oldman are all around, all around. The Jack Loudon for um, um whatever his, his name is, but uh, he he plays you know opposite of Oldman um for the the yeah. horses, and it's just it's great. Um, I would say it. it it feels like an NCIS type of law and order type show, but right. it's so elevated and right. you get some nice cussing
0: and it's just great. You get, you get the old. foundation season three that's coming.
1: Oh yeah. They're is it coming new... out this year?
0: No. Oh. oh. And Invasion season three.
1: I never got into Invasion.
0: First um, season's ass.
1: Yeah. But I uh, watched another uh, season of television. I'm looking back all through all this. was like, you know, I cannot believe I had all this time We're getting to watch Letterboxd is
0: getting... TV series? TV series. Oh, finally. RIP serialized. What was serialized? That was the Letterboxer TV shows. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dawson uses it for television shows. Uh, so I've known about it for a while. It's going to tank with letterbox now. at series yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's, that, yeah. You're about to see a whole lot more logs for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I went back and rewatched True Detective season one um, with Great. with uh, Night Country Great. coming out this weekend. Um, I went back to the roots and honestly, man, if they do not finally connect it all, connect all the dots with mm-hmm. this, the, I don't understand why Max still has this IP. Um, I forget the actual, um, show creator. Um, but he was the one of, of writing, directing a lot of, uh, the first three seasons. Um, he is, he's out of the picture. Not that he's like, they kicked him out, but has just stepped back. I think yeah. HBO, whatever. Um, but, who they have. And I think it's one of Del Toro's Guillermo Del Toro's, um, protégés. Um, she, she, he, they, I, I don't know who it is exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it is exactly, but they, um, I think the vision direction, I think max wants to go with it. I'm hopeful they'll tie back and we might, who knows, we might get a, uh, um, Conaghy. That'd be awesome. Teaser. Cause I mean, it's Alaska. I would love that. It would be amazing. Get me back into it. Oh. So, that's uh, that's everything I've been watching. True Detective Season 1, probably one of my best uh, if, favorite single seasons of same, television.
0: I love that. So, should we talk about the big news? Yeah, the Golden Globes. Yeah. I am having a hard time remembering. I was telling somebody the other day, it's one yeah. of the greatest single seasons of television ever made in a snapshot. I cannot remember what I was talking about now. Probably Severance. Wow, that is one of them. Yes. Okay. Speaking of which, Apple teased. Yeah, that makes me very excited. It,
1: it it'll be late. It'll probably be around Christmas time. But Gosh, yeah, I think it'll be out twenty twenty four.
0: All right, we're gonna talk with Golden Globes. Let's go ahead and talk about how just terrible, freaking, awful, awful. Yeah, that was his name, Joe Kim. No, uh, Kim
1: Joel. Why did you have to say the name? Because I had it, Joe Joe uh, Joe, Ku Joe Joe Chow, Joe Chow
0: joe Chow, chow's name cow joe coy coy there it Gosh. is we're gonna get there about you? uh Ignore well it. no i think people are probably happy right now that we don't know who it is okay uh yeah joe coy sucked bro yeah like i don't know who he is hey i know he had a movie come out this year yeah or, well i am to get you saying that last year 2023 uh that bombed yeah, uh, I think we we talked about the it. On this Easter, pod. yeah, the Easter yeah. film or whatever. I don't remember, but something yeah. about that. Oh my gosh, have you seen Lil Nas X's teaser for his new music video? No, no. <sighs> I People saw. Thought I saw Montero was bad. Yeah, he he was it's called he, Jay
1: Christ. He he, the it, publicity of it was you know he, he found Christ again.
0: Um, for his so new one? we
1: can we can thank Cat Williams for this. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, dude! So wait, so that's the that's the backstory. Wasn't it Cat
1: Williams that called him out? No, I'm thinking probably it's probably somebody else. Cat Williams has been in the news a lot, so it's everything's running together for me. Well, there's his. It's it's gonna be something. And then, do you think it'll be on? Uh, do you think it'll be? That's play- a still from the music video. Do you think it'll be played in uh, the Book of Clarence?
0: Oh, okay. People, I can just now. Granted, I. Am not going to watch the music video because I'll tell yeah. you what I'll be pissed. I can't tell you the last time I watched a music video, bro. I still watch my band's music videos. Yeah, but however, that's I can tell it's going to be a blasphemous affair. Yeah, I'm just not going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I can't wait to see the church's reaction with that <laughs> said. Uh, it's going to be great times. Anyway, uh, well, I'm just going to go through the oh so so Joe Coy terrible monologue. He also got mad at one point, which was great. Blamed blamed his writers, which is great coming off a of writer strike. Yeah, great. Now I'm sure part of that's true. Yeah, uh, he, he
1: was asked ten days before.
0: That's um, very little time to get together, get yeah. any jokes together as stand up comedian, and it should it should go ahead and tell you how
1: liked you're going to be going into this, knowing that you're you know this late into the game. They couldn't find anybody. Could else. Find anybody else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I. So, what are your thoughts like when you think of these award shows? Who personifies like a good host for you?
0: Well, Ricky Gervais was great. He did it for years. Okay, because he didn't care. That's the brilliant. Yeah. He's famous enough. Yeah, in his own right, that it, it hosting doesn't matter. So you got to get somebody sure. like that where they don't care if they're a host or not. They're that big. I can disagree, but but I, 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 I hear him. I am the opposite fan. The Amy Poehler and Tina Fey year, I thought was just fine. Yeah. Everybody's talked about them being the best. It was fine. It wasn't uh-huh. bad. It was fine. It's better than Jared Carmichael last year. Definitely better than Joe Coy this yeah. year. Uh, not as good as Ricky Gervais. Well, Ricky Gervais' final send-off makes, was great. Okay,
1: yeah. I was gonna say, what makes Gervais, like, good, though?
0: I think it's the IDGAF attitude he has. Like, Is that it, is that
1: towards... The show itself or towards the people that he's hosting to? I think it's to the people he's hosting to. Okay.
0: I don't think he views them as peers
1: because he's not. Well, yeah, because I... Really he not really asked. Here's... I only bring it up and I only set it up that way because the way I see it is... We... They they, they bring in these comedians to do these, yeah. you know, events. And for some reason, these committee comedians or whoever's in charge of producing these feels like we're getting all these celebrities here we should roast them we should bring them down a peg yeah when really like that's the last thing you want to do it's You've a celebration all, yeah you yeah. get all these you know probably sensitive prideful people in here in one room with all their egos and the last thing you need to do is be trying to bring them down a See, peg well, that's the
0: thing about Gervais though like his stuff was funny And yeah. he wrote his own jokes yeah like he insisted because that's the thing he's famous and like I am writing my own jokes and you can submit them. But if I don't like them. Yeah. He went totally off script on that last one. He goes, i knows it's going to be my last year. I'm tired of hosting them. So I'm going to go off script. And he just (laughs) called them all pedophiles for an hour. Remember? Three years ago. Yes, I'm
1: remembering now. Yeah. Like
0: he just like, I don't care. I don't want to host anymore. This is my last time hosting. Y'all are a bunch of pedophiles. That's what he kept saying.
1: Who was it that came up? Was it Gaffigan that made the pedophile reference?
0: I don't know a lot of people Made pedophile references oh, It might have been uh, But yeah Someone like that That would be a good host Gaffigan
1: would have been great
0: uh, And he's been around long enough. That's the thing about Gervais He's not a peer Gaffigan still I wouldn't consider him a peer But he's but he's, he's also He's been not, in
1: enough movies
0: Right But he's not like Joe He's not as unknown as Joe Coy Who's chomping at the bits Gaffigan is Yeah Honestly the dude from the machine Would have been better No Yeah No Take off your shirt And just start making beer jokes Yeah it'd be way better <sighs> no i think anybody would have been better than joe coy yeah because
1: the thing with joe coy is it's too he he, i mean most people don't watch all these movies but to have very little knowledge of most of this at all um doesn't set you up so to then go at them the way that he did yeah.
0: didn't make sense um, no it was bad so yeah so let's talk categories. I just you couldn't really talk about the Golden Globes unless you talked about his terrible performance. So yeah. I'm just gonna go off their website and talk about the big ones. Best director, uh, were you surprised? Uh gimme the Who uh Nolan. No, no, no no me neither. So this was a great night for Oppenheimer uh and poor things they did really well yeah um, poor things was the
1: big surprise especially since we have not even really got a full wide uh, Mm -mm. theater
0: release um Barbie did shockingly bad
1: yeah and I think that I feel
0: justified me too Barbie was phenomenal but I I said it when we watched it this is not outside of a couple like effects costume stuff like that this is not a best picture this is not a uh, best screenplay best director, best screenplay. Well,
1: no, so there, there was, there was a lot of uh, oh, what's the word? Um, not backlash, but um, a lot of people criticizing the fact that they submitted for adaptive screenplay mm-hmm. instead of original screenplay. Yeah, there's, there's no nothing, source there's content. There's nothing original. No, though, about that. It, you're, you're ba- there, there are animated stuff. Like there's, there's all this existing IP. Yes. And so it's only justifiable that it did not win. Um which was the really well, the only and
0: looking at it like this, I don't know what the Oscars is gonna be yet. We don't know. Yeah. But like when I look at Best Director Motion Picture, I love Greta Gerwig. I think she's amazing. Yeah. However, I would rather see Michael Mann for Ferrari, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Or uh the guy who did the Iron Claw or there's probably a handful of other films that are out this year. Yeah. That I think should get in before Barbie yeah. does. But anyway, uh yeah, so Bradley Cooper, uh, best director was Bradley Cooper of uh, Maestro, Celine Song of Past Lives, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Greta Gerwig, Barbie, Martin Scorsese, Killers of Flower Moon, and Yorgos Nathemos for Poor Things. Christopher Nolan won for Oppenheimer. Yeah. No surprise. Great win. No surprise. Loved the speech. My um, favorite speech was Robert Downey Jr., I think, though. Really? I loved his speech. I thought it was great.
1: Um, Yeah, no, well, it was good.
0: Robert Downey's great. I'm glad yeah. he won. Um, any why, why don't you hit that one
1: uh-huh no no other thoughts on that one why don't we hit supporting actor
0: oh it's going in the way the golden globe says it lo- ordered oh uh, okay good so it'd go be for best it. animated picture yeah um born the heron born the heron one One. uh actually was a little bit surprised i thought that spider-man was going to win again uh the, the sequel curse strikes again yes when it comes to awards, and arguably it was better than the first one to me uh, i think
1: the lack of a true ending kind of hurts
0: it. It does, but I'm super excited like, for the last I have,
1: one. I have I have I have on Letterbox right now into the Spider Verse at four and a half. Depending on how they end this one the end, yeah. go to this next one, I could very easily
0: bump that one up to five. I same I think I have so. at four and a half, same yeah. reason. Uh Suzume, I really do want to see that film. Uh that was on there for best animated picture as yeah. well. It's another anime. Uh don't know if you yes, like that really one.
1: Good. That's a little bit more uh I think it's it's a little bit more different style than
0: it, no, it is. I just know more about the plot. Gotcha. And I think it's trippy, like I kind of okay. like to. Okay. So uh, then you had Wish, Super Mario Brothers movie, which I, the fact that yeah. Peaches is it, it not able to be nominated for Best Picture or Best Song is ridiculous. It was. Not for the Oscars. Oh, why? I don't know. My Oscars they didn't take su- it.
1: They just didn't submit it?
0: No, they did. Oscars didn't take it. Okay. Uh anyway, and then Elemental, Boy in the Heron 1, Best Post in Picture. I haven't seen it. I've seen everything else, but Suzume. Um, so, Rightfully uh, earned i'm excited to see it yeah best motion picture drama oppenheimer one no real surprise there um however anatomy of a fall anatomy of the fall I had been gonna... cleaning up at some of the other ones even outside of foreign <laughs> picture so i honestly thought maybe and then zone of interest actually this was probably the toughest one zone of interest is too divisive I, that
1: early early reviews it's been too polarizing the the con like the Everything involved in that movie. There's Nazis. There's no. There's no. I don't think there's any hope outside of like a screenplay or something like that. Yeah.
0: So your your nominees were Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, Zone of Interest, Maestro, and Oppenheimer. Killers of the Flower Moon, Anatomy of Fall, probably your two biggest competitors. Um, Yeah. And Oppenheimer took the cake. No surprise there. We all thought from the from since we saw it in IMAX, Oppenheimer was going to dominate the award season. Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. this one did a little bit surprise me. I thought the Holdovers or Barbie were going to win this, uh, but Poor Things won. Yeah. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, this is one of my... Poor Things is my most anticipated picture of this last year that I still haven't seen. It's It's got Jonathan written all over it. This feels like Terry Gilliam yeah. all over it, so I am sad as I've seen it, but it was Air, American Fiction, which I can't wait to see that either. Barbie, mm-hmm. The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things. Poor Things won. Uh, Tat had surprised. I just really thought the holdovers had the momentum going. Uh but Yeah.
1: I I think the
0: the commercial like trailers and
1: all that stuff, the publicity for um poor things has been ramping up big time obviously with the release, but I did not you know find that you know running simultaneously with the kind of the uptick uptick in popularity with these voters and kind of what critics are are saying about it right um so i was i was just as surprised as you very excited it's only you know raising my optimism for this movie Agreed.
0: best motion picture foreign language uh anatomy of a fall one no surprise there however i loved past lives and i love the society of snow yeah um however society of snow doesn't hear to anatomy of fall or past lives but i've really enjoyed it and then i almost watched io capitano uh, last mm-hmm. night I to watch the anime instead. Yeah. Um but fallen leaves and zone of interest are still super something I want to watch. Have you ever have you only seen an Anime of Fall this year? If, from fallen that list.
1: Language? Uh yeah. You need yeah. to
0: watch uh, all these. Well I can only vouch for three of them, but yeah. I liked all three I, that I saw.
1: Past lives is obvious. I want to get Caitlin to watch that one mm-hmm. with me. That's good. Um I think that's one that she would like. And you should watch Society of Snow. Society of Snow I'll, it's based I I'll watch it. Yeah. It's good. Um, really good and then Falling Leaves is I, I only heard about that like probably a week or two ago. Yeah. Just through a podcast of all things. And uh yeah, I've heard it's heard it's hilarious. Um Anatomy of the Fall Man, I it's a sneaky juggernaut. I feel like it's, oh, it's so great. it's really so good. good.
0: Um uh, best score, I'm just not gonna go through all of them Uh Oppenheimer one. That was yep. not a surprise to me. Uh best original song, what was I made for? From Barbie one. Uh, Billy Eilish. Didn't even
1: it. remember that nope, in me the neither. movie, but you hear how, it how i'm you just it everywhere on tiktok and it's just how it i'm just Ken didn't
0: win is ridiculous yeah um and they had a shoe in to win they had like four songs dominated <laughs> uh best performance by a female actor i'm gonna skip the tv shows yeah that's fine good. bear bear killed yeah. it beef uh, killed it best performance by a female actor in a motion picture uh you had annette benning from Niad, uh kaylee spaney from uh priscilla Carrie Mulligan from Maestro, Greta Lee from Past Lives, Lily Gladstone from Killers of Flower Moon, and Sandra Hewler from Adam Fall Fall. Uh, I think this was a foregone conclusion for most that Lily Gladstone mm-hmm. was going to win. However, this is my controversial take of all the award seasons. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. However, from a body of work perspective and impact on screen and total just package of acting for me, I think that Carrie Mulligan and Maestro, Maestro, yeah, and Sandra Shuler from Anatomy of Fall, both did more than I, Lily Gladstone. And uh, I'm not. I'm not upset with Lily Gladstone. I think she's right up there. Those three are the ones that are neck and neck. I, I disagree. And a, I, I, I
1: felt. I think I, I flinched in reacting to the to the um the award, um, but kind of expected it. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but. When I think about those th- those three movies that yep. you just put out there, um, Lily Gladstone is the like the gravitational pull of that whole movie.
0: Oh, I agree. I, the, like in terms of importance to the film, and I'm not I'm not just that she's, but how she how she goes about
1: her performance in it, um, it. It's a very slow burn, but the last the last twenty minutes of her screen time,
0: it's oh yeah intense. it's great. yeah it's great um, but, but that that too like Kayla, Kaylee Spaney I think had that same impact for no, the film Priscilla no I, I honestly Priscilla's one of those movies
1: that I looking back I don't I still I enjoyed it but I I don't think it was anything she was she was just casted because she needed to look super young I, th- I feel like she's um, very attractive and I think overall Priscilla will be a movie five years from now. That that people don't look back on yeah
0: speaking yeah. so of Jacob, we didn't talk about news stories. Jacob Alorty replaced Andrew Garfield in Del Toro's yeah. Frankenstein film. Yeah. Um which after I mean, I like him. Yeah. I mean, if he had to drop out for scheduling purposes, he, O'Rordy's he's not he's a bad
1: so p- freaking tall, man. I know. I can't you can't get over how tall he is. He's a massive man. Uh
0: best performance by a female and actor or female actor in motion picture, musical or comedy. Uh Emma Stone won uh for poor things. She won, beat Natalie Portman for May, December, Margot Robbie and Barbie, Jennifer Lawrence Nord feelings, Fantasia Brino colored purple and Alma Poisty. I uh, say your name right. Yeah. Fallen leaves. Uh, Absolutely love Jennifer Lawrence's reaction. Yeah, me too. She yeah. was great. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised by this. I think she was a foregone conclusion. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, um, I thought
1: there was Margot was nominated as well for this was, one. Yeah. yeah, I there was a little bit that I kind of expected her to possibly win because Barbie, I don't think Barbie was getting any other awards. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was not surprised, but, you know,
0: I was glad to see it though. Me too. Emma Stone absolutely killed it. And I'm glad to see weird movies starting to take some, like that's a good, yeah. good spotlight. Uh, best performance by a female actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Uh, divine Joy Randolph, she won for the holdovers. Yeah. She beat Daniel Brooks from The Color Purple, Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, Jodie Foster, Nyad, Julianne Moore, made December and, Roseman Pike. De- well Devon
1: joy her her um, I love the Holdovers that's that's one movie that I think about constantly ever since I've watched it. Um her nomination was one that kind of slipped my radar. I didn't expect it. Um and for, you know, for the Oscars or for the Globes to open with that, which they normally do. Um and, and for that to be a surprise kind of like made me a little optim like kind of amped me up. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right." Cuz yeah. I mean, Holdover is an emotional movie. Yep. Um it's good. I don't get emotional that often with
0: movies. It's great, it gave me very um, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, uh, but her her scene, of Poet Society. Her right.
1: scene at her sister's house with crush It was cr- crushing, yes, but the most tender and like
0: yeah, it, it was it was Amazing. beautiful. It was yeah. So. She I had no I had no no doubts for that actually. Uh, best performance by a male actor motion picture. Everybody thought Kelly Murphy was a foregone conclusion yeah. for Oppenheimer and he won. Yeah. It's just such a weird year that Leo's in here and he, everybody knows he's not winning. I feel like that's the consensus now with him. I know he won his one for the Revenant. it. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. Although he got robbed Wolf of Wall Street year. Yeah. That one was robbed. Anyway, he, uh, Killing Murphy won best actor in a uh, motion picture drama over Andrew Scott, All of a Strangers, Barry Keoghan, Saltburn, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Coleman, Domingo, Rustin, and Leo and closure of the flower moon. In all of these ratings, I would actually say Leo's probably third place. Okay. Bradley Cooper I think probably does more to edge him out this yeah, year. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Um Bradley Cooper, man,
1: it, not that he's not that he's losing, but he's been catching some strays, I feel like with all this um with all these results cuz I think he just he had super high aspirations with this movie and you know, to get no recognition. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's gotta hurt. Um, and I'll be interested to to see how he's gonna make the hangover four next now. Whew.
0: That's what's gonna yeah. come next. Mm. Uh, best performance by a male actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. That's why I can't. I'm ready for the Oscars. I hate they they break these into two, three yeah. different things. Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction, Walking Phoenix, Bo Afraid, Matt Damon, Air, Nicholas Cage, Dream Scenario, Paul Giamatti the Holdovers, Timothy Chalamet and Wonka. Paul Giamatti won is the holdovers. Uh, have you watched Stream Scenario yet? Mm-mm. Oh gosh! Oh, I'll, I'll probably watch that with Caitlin and Sam. will
1: be that's a them that movie. Very much so. Yeah. Can't wait.
0: Great film. Uh, no surprise for Paul Giamatti there. I don't. I didn't figure anybody was going to beat him I'm out. Super for that happy whole. for him. Uh, actually, of all people, Nicolas Cage probably was his biggest obstacle. Really? Yeah, I think so. Wait till you watch it. Okay. Uh, last, I think this is the last big one. Uh, everything else is TV. Best Supporting Performance by a Male Actor or Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. Charles Melton, May December, Mark Ruffalo, poor things. De Niro, Flowers of Flower, Killers Flower Moon, Robert Dan Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, Willem Dafoe, poor things. If anybody was going to beat Downey, I figured it would be Charles Melton. Um he didn't. Downey yeah. won, loved his speech, thought he did a great job. Uh I have no issues with this is with his winning there. Um I think that's real. I've looked at scrolling through all the rest of these. Barbie did win cinematic and box office achievement, which we all knew that was going to either that or Oppenheimer. You really could have pissed everybody off and done Taylor Swift the Eras tour that was nominated. Could have made a huge scene there. No. But uh, as a whole, Golden Globes played it. I mean, not that they do it on purpose, but I, you know, played it pretty safe. No real surprises. Nothing really stood out to me besides the hosting atrocities. Um, just unforgivable, uh, prefer- <laughs> unforgivable performance. The, pr- by the production, like uh, the place, felt packed.
1: Yeah. Um, which is good but also you can't you know I I, I don't know it felt like they almost got more people than they expected Mm -hmm.
0: and it was kind of well you have all the big names like all the big names are there this year because they're all nominated it was
1: just painful to have to watch these actors and actresses try to navigate the crowd to get up to the stage yeah um so I don't know agreed maybe get a bigger venue
0: um yeah, that's that's all we got for this week because we got yeah. uh, another episode coming Thursday. where We break down our uh, top 2023 films that we from that year and also yeah. discussing films that we watched over the break like Maestro and Saltburn and Ferrari and the Iron Claw oh, and mm-hmm. some other films like that. So coming uh, in hot. Yeah, we got some films to discuss. So buckle up and join us on Thursday. Until then, uh, like us, review us, give us five stars. We'd love to hear you. Love to know. Uh, I'll try to do some more posting this year and out there in a new year. I feel like I can start with a freaking. And just start slate. with some reviews. Just do a review every once in a while. <sighs> I don't want to do that. Not all the time. I don't just think every I ever want to write while. another review ever again. <laughs> I started one the other day. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, anyway. So we'll be back uh, again Thursday with another episode. Uh, until then, this has been Mostly Film, your one stop chaotic shop for all things in the world of cinema. I've been one of your hosts, Jonathan McCorder, joined with my beautiful co-host, JP Payton. See you guys. See y'all. We'll